So let's say like the MLB or NFL approaches you and is like, hey, like we want to integrate or, you know, we're going to start a new program where we want to, I don't know, show, uh, uh, I guess really the MLB, uh, want to somehow get uh, Gen Z back interested in baseball in whatever way. And this is how we want to do it through TikTok and blah, 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 blah whatever. Um, and they approach Infinitize. Um and let's say, like, maybe you're not the biggest baseball fan. Do you feel like you have to be an expert in each client that comes to you? Or is it something where you're like, uh, like, if I have a general idea, then I can go off of that? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up as an example, because I know nothing about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think, like, the way that we would approach a lot of these, like, you know, brands are, you know, that are coming to us with these problems, it's like, it really just drills down to, like, actually, at the core of it, like, there is a community and a fandom and everything. Okay. Um, so it's like, where are these fans living? Like, what are their daily habits? And of course, mm. like, these are, you know, factors that we would really look into through some of the market research and, mm. you know, um, sort of like just researching, um, you know, what are some of the common, you know, places that people might be um, engaging the most on and figuring out, like, out of those, like, core motivations, like, what are they the most excited about? Mm -hmm. And how can we provide that to them? Mm, right? So... Okay. Um, that's why I think like within the K-pop space, um, you know, a lot of the things that we do is like has a lot to do with like storytelling mm -hmm. and um, sort of like a more interactive, you know, kind of like social media strategy or even just like reaching out for cool collaborations mm -hmm. where it's like normally like these two parties would maybe like not meet, but because we know that there's fandoms in both yeah. that actually are sort of like cross pollinating already. Like mm -hmm. what are the ways that we can sort of like bring them together? So I see. Um that's kind of like how I would approach MLB. Mm, I see, <laughs> MLB. Um, now, since you have like, like you said, like four or five projects going on right now, sometimes maybe more at a time, um, I'm sure, sure you have to stay creative still also in like the, the different ideas and also make sure that like maybe certain things aren't crossing over like too much. Um, how do you, do you try to find time to like, you know, just brainstorm and like, you know think of like some creative ideas or you know like surf through like your youtube watch later and see like other things that people you know like how do you make sure that you you stay creative um i think a lot of it like i'm a big proponent of just like sitting on twitter's trending list i've had this mm -hmm. habit for years where literally like you know at multiple times during the day like i will go in and just check out what has been trending mm. um and same with like sort of like youtube content i feel like that's the best way to keep yourself refreshed is like what because like I think like a lot of very effective marketing campaigns really drill down to very simple things hmm. and so sort of like having an understanding of what's trending how we can put these like very simplistic you know elements together I think like that's what we would mostly be working um you know towards mm -hmm. um but that's just like on the more creative side yeah. of what we do right like I think like operationally there's also a lot of things that we do to try to like almost like just bring parties together and that's mm -hmm. just like a lot of like outreach and like mm -hmm. um trying to manage the pipelines and like you know um even for some you know newer clients that we're working with where it's like hey like we have worked with this party before and they're great and like you know this was really effective mm -hmm. like let's have you 
do this first and foremost, um, because we already see the value that's in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as we like continue this partnership and sort of like um, continue to grow together, it's like we would tailor more of like a custom approach um, to what it is that you're trying to grow as um, as a brand. Do you ever turn down clients? It's very hard for me to turn down clients. <laughs> um, again, like I'm a workaholic. Mm. Um, there are certain, you know, there's situations where we just really don't have time or like the previous commitments Mm. where, you know, we might turn down a particular project, but like right now in the stage that I am in currently in right now, Mm -hmm. um, my philosophy is just like, if there's a way that we can make it work, let's try to, Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't say that this is the best approach, um, because, you know, resourcing is always an issue. Um, Mm. I don't know, like, I think sometimes you would really benefit from just trying to, you know, less is more in mm-hmm, a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like, I'm just like, whenever I a project gets brought to me, like, I always see like the more exciting elements of it. And like, mm-hmm. again, like, I think like, there's just like, so many possibilities. And mm-hmm. so um, it's just very, very hard for me to, to say no in that sense. I see. Yeah. So now that and also, I guess, um, we didn't mention this, but you so you were based in San Francisco, until what was it October uh wait no July September of this year, September of this year. um and now yeah. you are fully a digital nomad um you're of that citizenship um <laughs> tell us like what's that been like now that you've you're literally just kind of like oh if I don't have to be in like or you're in LA right now like if I don't have to be in LA then uh, you know, I can always work from my laptop and just go to Alaska and like be there until I need to be in New York for whatever event. How has that been? Yeah, now that you're fully like realizing this dream that many people would just love, you know, to have. <laughs> it's very liberating. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like this actually this thought came from the fact that first of all, like in the past two years that I've lived in San Francisco, I was not in San Francisco. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I was there for a total of six weeks paying for two years of rent. So that was a little bit of a bummer. (laughs) Wait, are you serious? Oh my Um, God. I didn't even think about that, but that makes, oh my God. Yup. That was me. Okay. Um, Gotta take an L somewhere, I guess. Okay. Uh Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that that was like first of this like realization that like because of the pandemic and yeah. like you know everything that's going on it's like really cost a shift in terms of how we work mm-hmm. so it's like there's no at least like for the time being right like there's no requirements to be like in person or anything like that and so um you know a lot of the projects that we are doing like can be done all remotely anyway and so um you know in september like basically when my lease was up, I kind of was like, listen, I can make a decision to like go move somewhere else right now. Mm -hmm. Or I can sort of like embrace this this lifestyle since I need to be traveling um, for some of these new projects that are starting up anyway. Mm -hmm. And um, kind of like just, again, like be on my own terms and like travel because I love traveling. Yeah. Um, Travel full time and like go out there and see the world and like, again, like learn a lot of these new experiences or things that I didn't know or Mm. have no idea about. Um, And sort of like, almost like improve myself a little bit like more personally. Yeah. Um, So so that's a little bit of the goal right now. Mm -hmm. Um, It is challenging in the way that like, you would think that, you know, traveling all the time is like, oh, like, I'm going to go out there and have like an adventure every single day. Like, no, 
for the past three days, I've been in my hotel room, <laughs> looking at my laptop, yeah. um, you know, just working. Yeah. Sometimes it do, it's, it's really like that, you know, you mm. just have to be like that sometimes mm-hmm. to be caught up and like continue to be ahead in terms of work. Yeah. Um, so it's like very rarely, I think, um, you know, do I get the freedom of like a whole day to go out there and explore? Yeah. Um, and I've been doing this for like the past you know, three months now, two, three months now. Mm -hmm. And um, even with like the very limited window of time that I've had to go out there and sort of like, you know, go explore because I was in Hawaii for a little Mm -hmm. bit, um, you know, in the in the three months I was in Vancouver for a little bit. So it's like vastly, I think, like different places, Mm -hmm. Um, even like stepping outside to like grab a coffee, like in just different atmospheres, I guess, like, it feels really nice. So I'm very excited to be able to continue that. Yeah. Um, do you think you, you would want to do this for like forever or do you think you would like, you know, eventually want to settle down, you know, somewhere or I imagine like, I mean, your job will always require you to travel, but like, I imagine, I mean, honestly, also it's a little less stressful because then like, like you said, you don't have to pay rent somewhere. You don't have to worry about furniture and like all that stuff. You could just like, you just have your suitcase and that's it. You know yeah um you, yeah. Yeah, yeah and even even like for sorry no, no, and no. even like for san francisco like i had newly furnished this place that i moved into <sighs> and lived there a total of six weeks That's so wild. i don't know like i i right now i'm like really rethinking my life choices <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like you said it's like you're not really tied down to anything mm-hmm. and like settling down is my least favorite phrase right now yeah yeah <laughs> So, um, no, I think it's, it's liberate, it's liberate, what? Liberating. um, (laughs) Liberating. Oh my God. My word choice. It's okay. It's liberating. Uh And, um, I don't know, like, I, I, I do feel like it's given, you know, me personally, just a lot of sort of like that level of freedom. Mm. Yeah. Um, let's say like are you, I remember you were on the phone you were saying like you just have like a bunch of like kind of one-way tickets booked um and that kind of thing <laughs> um yeah w- like let's say like you need to like have like a or a, one of the projects we were working on uh you needed like a shipping like a shipping location like and let's say you're in a certain city yeah. like how do you how do you even like deal with that <clears throat> logistically or like I don't know also like how do you make sure that like you must have like the same suitcase with the same clothes, just like 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 the daily remedial tasks. Like, how are you keeping up with with those types of things? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, if I had to ship something, I yeah. would like if it's like something I need urgently, I would literally ship it to my hotel okay. or like my Airbnb or something. Mm. Um, that's definitely possible. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's like more of a thing where it's like, oh, like I can go back and get it, like I would probably ship it to like my family's place, right? Um, and just like you know, go, go grab it when I need it. Mm -hmm. Um, something like that. And then, uh, living out of my suitcase. Um, honestly, I just like, just don't recycle your clothes that much. (laughs) I think like my biggest possession pool actually, Mm -hmm. um, is clothes. Like I have just so many clothes. Mm -hmm. Um, but then, you know, because I was in China for a little bit last Mm -hmm. year by a little bit I mean like 10 months (laughs) and I was like living out of like my suitcase that entire time I realized like oh I actually don't need that much Mm -hmm. like as long as I plan very strategically and like let's say you know every week or every other week you Mm -hmm. know I'm like in a place where I have very very good access to laundry Mm -hmm. um, and like now it's like becoming a 
thing to like sort by, you know, like Airbnb listings that have, you know, yeah. you know in unit washer dryer, like right. those types of things. Like, I think it's totally doable. It's like one of those concerns where you think a lot about yeah. before you do it. And then once you do it, you're just like, oh, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'll figure it out. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Yeah. And, and, um, you, oh, I think before you mentioned like settling down and things like that, like, I wonder in these, uh, like in your constantly working environments, like um, in terms of like keeping up, like and maintaining like friendships or like, you know, even, you know, like you said, sort of personal life things, has that been something that has been like a struggle um, to do? Or is it something like oh, most of your friends are people working in this industry? So it's just kind of like natural to keep that going type thing. It is like, I think a lot of my friends like either have worked in this industry or like, are working in this industry yeah. and like I'm already talking to them a lot yeah um, and like that's the way that I feel like I'm keeping social even though like you mm. know I'm really in a place by myself most of the time <laughs> right um you know it's that like I am constantly on these like calls about mm. work that like also have sort of like a more personal element to it mm. um <clears throat> for like people that like maybe I don't have like direct contact with through work like yeah. You know, literally, I would just like call them up and just like have these conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I feel like a lot of people are going through that mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. you know, between the pandemic and like maybe moving somewhere new where yeah. it's like, that's, that's literally the way to communicate these days. Yeah. 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 And uh, another thing, and then we'll, we'll start to wrap up into the last segment um, <laughs> is, um, is through, and I've learned this like as uh, the, really a lot in this past, these past few years, but um and it comes up with the the term people pleasing um and uh, like as yeah. a you know someone who's like or i guess what is it, client facing i guess you could call it like are you you have to serve a lot of different parties um that have maybe you know five to six you know people in each of those projects you have to interact with and of course it's mm-hmm. hard to keep everybody happy at one point like um do you feel like and how how do you set boundaries of but also you know like you want to keep that good relationship and a lot of of what as you know like in this entertainment field like a lot of stuff is built off of your like reputation so if you come across it's hard to work with or whatever it may be like it just that happens to maybe spread um how mm-hmm. do you make sure to set boundaries but also still i guess like the please the client or you know do you have yeah. that in your mind type thing i think the challenge with like working in a client facing role is like you always have to please the client Mm -hmm. um and i I say that not because like you know we like every single thing that you know clients tell us is like correct but mostly (laughs) from the perspective of like what they value Mm -hmm. and like what they place emphasis on and like i guess like at the end of the day right like they are using um or like they they are borrowing sort of like your resource Mm -hmm. to be able to get to a goal that they have sort of set and so like I think like from our perspective we still want to be respectful of that in the sense of like you know they are marching towards goals that they already have right and you're just sort of like helping them with that um and so it's never come to a you know it's never like oh like I'm gonna do this my way and like this the only way that I'm gonna do it right like there's always gonna be compromises there in the middle but I think like when we hear you know, sometimes like things are just like sounds completely off or like something like that will literally um, just be like, hey, like, listen, we've done this before mm-hmm. and it's not worked out. Yeah. You can choose to do it if you want, but it is spending like time and energy and resources yeah. on this thing that we have already proven to not work. Yeah. So then do you still want to do it? 
And like, I think most of the times, like, you know, clients are pretty, you know, respectful of that Mm -hmm. in terms of like, who wants to argue with like, you know, something that has already sort of like had the learnings there. Yeah. Um, And so like, we sort of like use more of that method to kind of like convince or persuade um, a lot of these like direction shifts. Yeah. Um, But like sometimes, you know, things just need to march on and that's the way that it is. And like, we also need to be respectful of that. Mm, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Interesting. That's a good way to, to put it as well. Um, well, thank you for the the breakdown of that. Um, uh, before we go, I want to have like a little story time um, and what you can <laughs> divulge. Um, but actually, actually, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll get to the end. But um, uh, I would love to have you. OK, so there's two situations. Um, first one, yes. I would love to have you tell us about a time where there was a crisis with a client and you had to assuage the situation. You, of course, don't have to mention the client in this specific situation, but like where it was literally like red like what is it what is it like fire alarms or like red siren like sirens like it was like an actual crisis and you had to like work to fix the situation i guess oh my god yeah there are so many of them um and honestly i have bad memories okay 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 yeah i was like thinking about this i was like oh my god i don't even know what i would say because there's every single day we're putting out fires almost, you know, or like trying to figure out solutions that would save ourselves a lot more, um, you know, issues or like, you know, keep our sanity. So that happens all the time. Mm. Um, So I like, I almost like can't think of a full story that Mm. happens in that way. But I do remember two situations pretty clearly. Mm. Um, And I'll just tell you in very brief detail. I really I just like can't even remember the full thing. Yeah, like blocked it from my memory. Mm. Um, But um, at one point, I just remember we were like four hours away from opening up this like, you know, couple thousand sort of like convention. Mm concert situation Mm -hmm. and i was literally hot gluing real flowers to a board oh yeah we were gluing like 500 600 real flowers oh my goodness to like a booth Uh um and it turned out well actually um we we pulled it off but Uh that was just like a prevailing moment of my life is (laughs) the hot glue getting everywhere yeah didn't even care about that you know we were just like continuing to do it yeah um and like yeah i mean it 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 just happened. Oh my God. <laughs> um, uh-huh. And then another situation where um, I remember six days before we had to film the music video, oh, okay. we lost the song. We had to pick a completely new song <sighs> for the music video that was filming in six days. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> how do you, how does a song, it just gets to, like deleted? Oh my uh-huh. God situations that kind of like led up to that point Uh, but um it was a situation uh, where we had to like last minute pivot yeah yeah, and figure out like who would even have a song at this stage you know on our budget like you know there's a lot of chaos i see what you mean by lost the song yeah Yeah. oh like that okay got it ah okay okay wow both sound very different and interesting in their (laughs) i'm sure very stressful ways also for people listening they're probably like oh digital nomad life like starting my own consulting business like so fun but like like jenny said like (laughs) putting out fires every day like there's there's always a there's always a what is it um there's there's always cons not cons i should say but like there's always uh 
there's always going to be negatives to whatever. There's like, there's always a balance, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think like it's, it's gotten to that point where, um, you know, like, because sometimes when I travel too, and like when I travel with friends, mm -hmm. like situations just happen, you know, like at one point I remember like I was going with some friends to Europe mm -hmm. and our train broke down in the middle of two cities mm -hmm. or like at a city or something like that. Mm -hmm. And there were no trains and our plane leaves the next morning. And oh. it was like the middle of the night. Uh -huh. And I think like, you know, people were kind of freaking out, like, oh my God, like, what do we do? You know? And I, I just remember being like a moment of Zen because <laughs> I was like, just so used to this yeah. level of <laughs> problem solving. I was like, gonna be fine yeah like, let's go out dinner get a drink you know yeah like, come back <laughs> it's fine like don't worry about it so mm. I think like that's that's like the situations that kind of like prepare you for these like adventures or mm. like at least being much more okay or chill oh. um you know for other things that are happening in your life mm -hmm. um where it's just like yeah as as Wuzang constantly tells people mm. it's not that serious oh, yeah, <laughs> it sure really does. is yeah that's true yeah yeah, it's, it's not that serious. Yeah, it's not that yeah. it's not that deep. It's not that deep. Yeah. Um. Okay. Thank you. And, and then final story. Uh. Please. Oh, well, you guys. At least you kind of told us about it. But uh. Please tell us about a time when you were so fulfilled by a project and why. Yeah. Again, like I, I feel like with these like more extremes, it always feels like oh my god, like this crazy thing happened, but then we were able to do this thing because of it. Mm -hmm. Um. So. I just have very bad memory, Emily. <laughs> um, but like, again, like I would say that like, you know, the Simpy Awards thing was a very moment uh -huh. in my life mm. because I distinctly remember it was like I was working on Simpy Awards for like, you know, maybe a total of five years for five years. Mm -hmm. And the first year that we had done Best Fandom Category, like I was up at Christmas, New Year's, like by myself trying to align all of these like campaign elements or like making sure that we go live so that fans could vote mm -hmm. in the, you know this particular category um and thinking like why am i doing this you know, <laughs> it's like christmas day or yeah. like it's new year's day mm -hmm. like i'm up at 5 a.m mm -hmm. like doing this because that was our prime time yeah um so it's like i was doing this at 5 a.m like you know but as soon as you hit send on those like you know um, campaign messages and yeah. you start seeing the feedback come in I think like that's always the best part of a campaign and like yeah. especially for that one it just worked out so well because of that last year when mm. a lot of fandoms I think like started showing a lot of support mm. so that was a very fulfilling moment yeah. for me I mean like you said spending the holidays um, making sure that such and such fandoms are active as much as they can be did pay off because yeah. you have a Guinness World Guinness Book of World Record, or you broke a Guinness World Record, um, which is really cool. Um, I, I think uh, one of the one of the things I don't think I've ever mentioned this to you, and I, in my, my right mind, I'm like thinking back on it, I'm like what was wrong with me? But uh, the <laughs> first time we ever met in person um, was for uh, an, a podcast launch event, and of course there were some uh, meetings happening like right before it, and I remember the night before. Um, a couple of us had like gone out and like I knew I had this meeting in the morning. I knew I was going to get up for it, but I just didn't realize like I, I, I didn't drink a lot, but I drank. And I remember, <laughs> I will never forget this. I don't know what was wrong with me, but like the next morning we were in like this meeting room and 
you were like, oh, you're on your way. And I was and I was comfortable with the two other people that were already there. So I didn't really care. But I was just about to meet you. But I didn't I just didn't register. And I was lying on the floor, like really hungover. <laughs> and I remember you like walked in and you were just kind of like, what? I just remember you kind of looking at me like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't, I was, I guess I was so hungover. I was just like, like I don't know and then right after that like I, like these group of people that like it just wasn't a casual thing I just don't I I don't I will always remember that I will always remember like I don't know why Jenny like decided to work with me because I was literally on the floor like so hungover laying on this anyway I don't know if you remember this but it was just a very it was a very interesting interesting couple of days of course following that too but uh, yeah, thank you for thank you for giving me another <laughs> chance after being so hungover on the first time we met. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, I, 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 I think I remember a little bit about the line in the floor thing, yeah. but I was like, she's doing her thing. <laughs> it's fine, you know? And like, I don't know what sort of expression I was giving you. That's just like my very exaggerated facial expressions, I guess. But I, I totally was like, didn't even take that into consideration. I was like, oh, yeah, really? like you. Yeah, like, you oh. know, she's just doing what she's doing just, it's fine just like yeah oh the first time we, i just remember and you were like you just got off a plane from san francisco and you were like and i remember i asked i was like oh like when did you sleep and you're like i haven't and it was like 9 a.m in the morning i was like what oh god like it, it just seemed it, it, that was also maybe i don't know if you would call it a that, that whole sort of like back and forth situation was i don't know if we would call it a, a, uh putting out a fire but like it was it was an interesting definitely interesting time. oh yeah one one of the many fires yeah that i think we had to take care of <laughs> um i mean this is what i mean right like yeah. i to be honest i forgot that entire sort of like putting out the fires thing until you just mentioned it yeah. these are the moments where i'm just like completely gone from my memory you know <laughs> uh, i just only remember the good part yeah right yeah <laughs> I mean, from the outside looking at it, it looks like, you know, videography and all that stuff or like the, the videos that came out from it. It looks like a yeah, there was a lot of stuff behind the scenes, but um, <laughs> very stressful. But it was a good time and it was a like, good for what it was. Um, but uh, and thank you also for like that was the first time we'd worked together. And so thank you for, um, you know, helping to bring me on that project. Um, but no, um, I mean, like, yeah. honestly, the first time I met you, Emily, I was like, oh, my gosh, she is so legit. Lying on the floor and... hungover. <laughs> That was literally was like I don't know. You're like meditating or something. It's fine. Um, but no, like I remember thinking oh. because you had we we I remember that meeting. We were talking a lot about like you know the different comms plans and like oh, handling yeah. this and that and like oh, yeah. and so like from from that sort of like moment, I was like, oh my god, like Emily talks so well or speaks so well and like <laughs> has like so many cool like takes on things i was like she is so cool oh no um, so that's my that's still my image of you oh thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you i'm glad and also i'm like when does when do you ever have time to like have a drink or two or do you ever oh my god uh i i mostly only drink when i'm like meeting people uh, um or if like there's a thing that's going on mm -hmm. most of the time i'm gonna be honest i'm so busy yeah. that like it would be a miracle if i can like sleep that night you know uh, okay that's an exaggeration but like <laughs> um it, trust me like if i had any sort of free time to like go out there and have a drink i would like rather be like lying on my couch mm. watching you know youtube or something like that yeah that's just like my priority yeah um so i feel that not the coolest person um but you know like it is very nice i think like especially now things are 
um I don't say opening it up, but like it's weird because we do have that new COVID variant. But like right. as things slowly get back into normal, like I, I think that you know going out and sort of like having a drink would be like a really nice way to catch up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whenever you find your way back to Seoul, we'll definitely yes, do that for sure. For sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, thank it's you. long overdue. It is very long overdue. I mean, this stupid quarantine, stupidness. Anyway, um, but either way, uh, thank you, Jenny, for sharing all of your insights and and that kind of thing. Um, I. A lot of it I was like very curious about, so I'm happy that this was a reason for me to ask these questions. Um, but before we go, um, I don't know if you want to like plug your personal Instagram or however you want to do it, but um, how uh, can you share where people can find you or contact you? Um, and yeah. That kind of thing? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm always down to meet people. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my goals for 2022 is to get to inbox zero which is a Ooh. movement where you have no new emails Ooh. at all time. Ooh, okay. um, I, I'm clearly not you know, very good at it this year because even as of right now, I have like 200 emails uh, unread <laughs> in my inbox and I clear them like almost every day. So uh, yeah, so I, I, you know, like feel free to hit, hit up my inbox. Um, my goal will be to... <laughs> Maybe don't hit up her inbox because Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh my God! No, trust me. Just, no, this is this is a challenge that I must okay. overcome. Okay. Um, feel free to hit me up on my inbox, uh-huh. Jenny at Infinitize dot co, uh-huh. not com, uh-huh. co. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like I'm, I think I'm on all platforms. It's like either Jenny Bao or like Distantly Dreaming. So mm. feel free to reach out mm-hmm. if you just want to chat or anything like that. Um, yeah, we'd love to connect. And then your your uh, your website. It's is it Jializa? Yeah, jaileeza.com. Uh Um, But that thing hasn't been updated in, honestly, forever. Okay. Um, But I also have a company um, website as well, Mm -hmm. infinitize.co. But yeah, like, I think, I don't know, like, all the time, I think, like, if you just reach out to me, you'll probably be more, much more up to date. (laughs) Okay, got it. Got it. Okay, cool. Well, thank you, Jenny. Thank you so much. Um, And thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Uh, If you want to follow Revolutionize the Stage, uh, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at RevTheStagePod and uh, everything going on with Venue Live. Oh, also the video version of this podcast will be on Venue Live's YouTube um, and also the concerts we have on VenueLive.com and Venue Live's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram is at Venue underscore Live. If I'm missing anything, uh, you can find stuff on any of the things I just mentioned. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you again, Jenny. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Yes. (laughs) And we'll see you guys next week.